0: Welcome back, everyone, to Uninvested, the podcast where we give you everything you need to know, even if you feel like you know nothing. I'm Karaka Calloway. I'm Sahil Seth. And today's episode is a big one. Sahil and I just recently graduated Northwestern University with Otters. We are multi-time founders, and we've also secured full-time roles in management consulting after graduating. And so naturally, we've had a lot of people reach out, especially over the last week, asking for what our advice is, the core advice we learned in college that's really contributed to our entrepreneurial mindset, our interest in business, and kind of just the growth that we've had. And so Sahil and I have not talked about this before this episode. We have no idea what each other is going to say. So I'll just kick it off to you, Sahil. What has been that core advice for you? Yeah, I appreciate that intro, Crackit. For me, really, the core
1: takeaway that I take from college is work ethic can be talent or knowledge, whatever the two. So just a little bit of background on myself. I come from a family of doctors, so there is no business being talked about in my household. I had no business in any car in my life. When I came into college, I thought, Maybe I'll be pre-med. But then when I came to Northwestern, it's just such a big business atmosphere, environment. You know, I was an econ major at our school. So really pick up on a lot of things. And I, when I w- first went to get into business, I'll give you a little anecdote. I went to a career center, and, and the first thing they said to me was, oh, like, do you have any family, friends, you know, anyone you could go to to, like, kickstart your networking, you know, get you in the process of recruiting. And to me, that baffled me because, you know, as a kid coming from, like, that healthcare background, I had no idea where to start. But then I quickly found, you know, I didn't give up. I started reaching out to people, emailing anyone and everyone, whether it be, you know, people that graduated from the Northwestern that had no idea, people that from past clubs. That was actually my greatest success, people from past clubs I was in. And I just started building up this, like, knowledge base. I, get, I think the best piece of advice I ever got was just subscribe to a ton of newsletters, which I did. I to, like, 10. If you guys want to know what they are, you can just reach out. And they really just helped me build up a base of knowledge that really propelled everything from there. And... I just feel like my work ethic, where I was willing to put in those extra hours outside of class, really gave me an advantage and kind of like that ability to start the podcast, go recruit for the jobs I wanted. But none of that stemmed from having any precursor talent, nods, anything like
0: that. I really went from like business knowledge zero to, you know, where I'm at now today. I'm curious, Otto. I think that work ethic like that, especially when you have no exposure, right, or you might not come from, like you mentioned, like your family wasn't necessarily in business or, or tech or BC. um. How do you like garner the courage to to kind of break into a field like that where people might not like I know in business obviously a lot of people gatekeep when it comes to recruiting um there there's kind of like kind of an iron wall a little bit how do you like build up that courage to just dive into that work ethic and like forget about everything else that's a great question because failure is part of the process
1: the fruits of work ethic would, are not immediate they're probably the most long-term painful experience and journey you'll ever have if you're like Facing everything on yourself, like betting on yourself, just working hard. It's really just the belief in yourself that, you know, you have the potential to do something great with your life. You know, you have the potential to learn anything. You can go on YouTube, you know, free university. some people like to say, and you can learn anything. And I guess it's just truly just believing in yourself and not letting failures knock you down. When I first was recruiting for, you know, a major consulting role, the first 10 emails I got were rejection. I was like, I'm done for, like, I should stop. I need to find like a new way. And then I got one lucky interview, and honestly, like, that propelled me from there. You don't need a million successes. You just need one. So if you can weather the storm for those 100 failures, that one success is honestly, it makes everything else worth it. But, you know, I've been
0: talking about it a lot, so I'd love to hear what you have to say, Crocky, because, you know, you also had four years of college. Well, first of all, I love your advice, and it's something I still try to stick by. I think for me, um, the biggest thing I learned in college is that when it comes to being an entrepreneur, if you want to be entrepreneurial in whatever sense, the most important thing to be is a yes man. Um, You know, one of my favorite movies is Yes Man. It's this Jim Carrey movie where he basically, as a result of a couple different things, just has to say yes to every single thing that's asked of him. And he goes through this growth period. And I think today, especially when we live in an age where like we're always on TikTok, always on Reels, We're always seeing these like massive billionaires talk about their their success, you know, these startup founders talking about their success. Entrepreneurship feels like you need to have some crazy idea um, to be that successful. And I think in my own experience at Northwestern, right, when I was coming in, I just wanted to learn. I wanted to learn how to be an entrepreneur, how to problem solve, how to pivot. And I basically just said yes to every opportunity that came up in front of me, even though I honestly had no interest in them. When I was a freshman, someone approached me and asked me if I was interested in clothes and selling clothing. And I ended up uh, licensing and starting a clothing sales business with them. I did the exact same thing with a friend who was really interested in coffee and like creating a coffee startup. To be completely honest, I didn't even drink coffee at the time, so I had no interest in doing it. But by saying yes to every one of those, you're just opening an opportunity. If you keep saying no to yourself and like closing yourself off, Because maybe you have an idea of what entrepreneurship is and you need to wait for that key idea or that key opportunity. You're never going to get there. Yeah. And I
1: just foresee a lot of people saying like saying yes is
0: easy, but finding that
1: opportunity might be like the harder point. So do you have any advice for people like how they could put themselves in
0: positions to even say yes, you know, whether that be leaving your dorm room open at, at all times? Well, I mean, first of all, that's a great piece of advice is keeping your dorm room open at all times. But I think being a yes-man is definitely more subliminal. I think it's a matter of pulling interest out of people. You know, as as you're a freshman, right? Like, college is your first exposure to this, like, plethora of new perspectives, you know, people with different motivations and ambition than you. And I think it's a matter of just allowing someone to talk and express what they're interested in, kind of, like, where their interests lie or where their motivations lie, and just going with it. Like, if you approach someone and you find out they're, like, super interested in fishing and you've never done that before... Just let them talk about it. Let yourself understand if there's an opportunity in that space or if there's something to be learned. Maybe if they have an idea there that you can piggyback onto, right? Like you just have to be open. Let people express what they're interested in. And that's how you'll ultimately like be able to grow from that and learn from that, if that makes sense. Proof of cracked advice
1: is this podcast. You know, we didn't go into college friends. We honestly met through our passion for venture capital. We had mutual friends and like they're like, oh, like you guys are kind of both in venture capital. You should meet up and, you know bada bing bada booms from there you know ended up living together this new year and then the podcast was formed and here we are
0: you know so next thing you know and invested to smash it soon to come soon to come but but south, Hill, south advice is equally as pertinent in that right like this podcast as with everything else we do is work ethic right and it would not have started if we hadn't you know gotten off the ground and scoured youtube for all the advice we could and we're continuing to do that so proof is in the pudding it's not easy to do this podcast.
1: Sometimes we think about, like, just stopping it all the time. Like, is it really worth it? You know, when you when you put in hours and hours, that one video just gets, like, 10 views. It's like, are we doing the right thing? But, you know, I think another piece of advice is, like, the reason we don't give up on this podcast, we keep doing it, is because it's, it's genuinely fun.
0: Exactly. Well said. Well, with that being said, thanks again for tuning in. I'm Crockett Calloway. I'm Zaha Seth. And this is Uninvested. Thank you.
1: This is a personal video. Any views or opinions represented in this video are personal and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations we may or may not be
0: associated with in a professional or personal capacity. The views expressed are for entertainment purposes only and not to be misinterpreted as actionable investment advice.